Buenos dias, buenos dias. Como están todos? How's everybody doing? Come on, Thanksgiving, let's go. We got some praise on this morning, didn't we, Eloise? Come on, Lord heard her prayers. So Isaiah 61.3, I'm going to read part of that scripture, and then we're going to uh, go to the Lord in prayer this morning. So good to be here, guys, at home. And it feels like uh, uh, three months ago for the missions conference was a lot longer than that, and also feels like it was yesterday. So thank you for taking so good care of Shalom, uh, Shalom, my daughter, uh, and just uh, she's just at home and just loving it. So thank you, guys. We're family. Somos familia. That's what Thanksgiving is all about, right? So Isaiah 61, 3, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the joy, oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We always talk about putting on the armor of God. What about the garment of praise? Amen. Amen. So Father, this morning, we just do that. We did that this morning. We did that by not putting on a physical garment, Lord Jesus, per se. We did that by getting our praise on, Father God. We're getting, dancing in your presence, shouting in your presence, get, being free, because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Lord, you've given us freedom from so many things. We are so thankful, Father. We just sang about that in First Thessalonians 5, 18, Father God. That is your will for us. And so we just thank you for that, Father God. We put on that garment of praise and we keep it on, Father, Lord Jesus. We keep it on. We keep on praises, Father. We're going to do it forever, Father. So thank you for this word this morning. Just let it be a blessing to every heart, every family, every individual, brother, sister here, Father God, because uh, your presence is here, Father. You're here, Father, with us. So we praise you for salvation, for, for healing, Father God, for your provision. But beyond, before anything else, just because you are God, because you are our Lord, and you are, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. You reign forever, and you love us. We just thank you. We praise you. And all God's people said. Yeah. So the, the great grandma Nancy, uh, she once said and has said many times, uh, you don't know what else to do, just praise him, amen? The great grand Pastor Dale, uh, when you don't know what else to pray, pray in the spirit, amen? So like I said, we always, you know, we always talk about the armor of God. Go also to verse, uh, verse 10, 2 of 61, Isaiah 61. It says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. Huh? Like Sister Paula said this morning, our, our, our joy is not emotion, but it's a substance. Amen? Of our new being, new creation in Christ. Right? Fruit of the Spirit. For he has clothed me. Not us, but not anything we could do like Ephesians 2 says. Amen? He has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Amen? He is going to dress us in white. He's going to give us that new glorified, incorruptible body. Hallelujah. It says, he has clothed me with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. We go back to see, uh, verse 3 and we see that that garment of praise Maybe it's something we should put on. Huh? Maybe it's something that he, of course, he clothes us right in righteousness. Huh? But it's up to you and I every morning if we want to get up and we get a praise on. We want to read the Bible. We want to be in the spirit. We want to seek him first, his kingdom. Amen. We, uh, we have to, you know, we have to dress ourselves daily. Right? A baby can't dress themselves, right? right? We have to dress the baby. And that's why well, the scripture is so clear. He's the one that saves us. He's the one that dresses us in righteousness. Amen. But you and I can put on that garment of praise just like we see in Exodus. Right? Some elaborate garments we're going to talk about in a minute. Right? First Peter 2.9 2, says, 
you know, lets us know that we're members of, of that uh, royal priesthood. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Back in the day, that was just for a chosen few, right? The ones that could do sacrifices, the one that could intercede for the people, right? Just a few prophets, just a few of those uh, um, priests could be the ones that were the singers, the ones that were the musicians, amen? But now he's saying all of us get to be a part of that, of that blessing of getting our praise on, amen? No matter if we're worship leaders or musicians or not, amen? Hallelujah, glory to Dios. So accessible today, right, folks? Right? Now you just, uh, you just say on your phone, Siri, and you can put whatever music. I'm like, that song was amazing. I hope they translate that one in Spanish. We get all the good stuff down there, baby, because you get all the, the you all get the, the Latin American inspired music, plus all the good stuff, the Chris Tomlin, you name it, gets translated the best of the best down in Espanol. So we get all the good stuff. Yeah. Today, today's world just put Siri to say, hey, whatever, that song right there, and it'll just come up, right? I mean, what, you know, what holds us back right now today, right? YouTube, Siri, iTunes, Bluetooth. I remember when I heard that, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Times change, right? Us, all of us old school, right? Now CDs, like, what's that? Remember they're always scratching? The tapes, they get stuck in there. <laughs> but I tell you what, that stuff lasted. The old A-tracks, anybody here? <laughs> and then, of course, the disc. Yeah, that, that really goes way back. And those, oh, they have a, another element of sound to them, don't they? Oh, my word. <laughs> Back in the day, way before that, before previous, all kind of, almost all our times probably, you actually had to go to church to worship. Unless you have, of course, you have the Holy Spirit, you can worship in your house. Amen? You can sing a song unto the Lord without having the technology. Right, folks? Woo, glory to Dios, man. This, the garment of praise, God, lifts up this off the spirit of, of heaviness off of it. We lift him up, and he lifts all that heaviness on us. Amen? We praise him for who he is. We give him the situation over to him for his control. God. What happens? He dresses out in uh, those robes of righteousness, beauty for ashes, all those good stuff. There's something we always say in, in our church in, in, in Jerez. I have them uh, say over and over, God. Christians aren't perfect, just forgiven, God. It kind of sounds better in Spanish because the words are more, more similar. Right? Los cristianos no son perfectos sino per, perdonados. Right? It kind of goes better. But, but that's it, right? We're not perfect. We're just forgiven. forgiven. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's a reason to celebrate it in itself, right? Amen. Oil of joy, anointing. That anointing breaks the yoke. No depression, anxiety. We were declaring that this morning, right, Sister Luis? Huh? Luis, Paula? That no depression or anxiety is going to come in this place this morning in the name of Jesus. And if it's here, it's going to be gone. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. Deanna's going to bring me something up here real quick. So I wanted to go to Exodus in a minute about to look at those a little bit about the elements of those priestly garments that, of course, only the high priests got to wear. Huh? But then there was all the regular folks, the doorkeepers, the janders. Amen? The roadies tear down and set up crew. <laughs> Yeah, man. So this is one of those ones we always use for those dramas. You know, we do the, uh, a, you know, Jesus drama or, you know, whatever. It's nothing special about it, right? Hopefully it doesn't mess up this, our brother um, James. Here we go. Come on, Santiago. Here we go. I probably did, right? Probably messed it up. Yeah. 
there's nothing special about this, right? I mean, it's supposed to be right. There's some, you know, there's some uh, maroon in there, but it's supposed to be all white, right? The point, right? The point is, folks, bud, we've been redressed. Amen? White as snow. Amen? It doesn't matter if we're, we're, uh, we're pastors, evangelists, teachers, apostles, missionaries, or whatever, but we're servants of the Most High God. And we're thankful, hallelujah, for the opportunity to serve that and be a blessing. But go with me to Exodus 28. Because they're going to read this and be like, that's nothing, because it is nothing. Amen? Exodus 28. Exodus 28, 1. Just a couple of scriptures here about. Those high priest garments. Like we, always, we always talk about the, the armor of God. What about those, those priestly garments, right? In Exodus 28, 1, the scripture says, God through Moses speaking to, to, uh, to Moses about the priesthood. It says, now take Aaron your brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel. That he may minister to me as priest. Aaron, Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. So you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to concentrate, consecrate him, that he may minister to me as priest. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a skillfully woven tunic, a turban, and a sash, so they shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons. And he repeats it three times. That he may minister to me as priest. How many want to do that? How many want to minister to him at, in spirit and truth? Hallelujah. Living sacrifices to him as his priest. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, that's where he created us, right? Uh, in his image to have fellowship with us and for, also, for us to worship him. There's a purpose in that every day, amen? But obviously, like you said, this is just, we see right here very specifically, it's just for a very small group of people that got to wear that elaborate priestly garment. You say, hey, hey, um, give the best. Not just some random seamstress out there. You're going to get the best artisan out there to, to, to create these beautiful garments, amen? But praise the Lord. Now the Lord just wants to see our hearts, Amen. We y'all saw in that video. We got a dance team, amen. One of our one of our dreams and uh, visions of the church uh, when we found the church, my wife and I was for this uh, dance team. We got panderistas. We call them panderistas, tambourine dance teams, amen. Very common thing in Mexico. Love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, and it's just the Lord has blessed it. And you know, thing, every single Friday we have our uh, we have our um, our worship practice, amen. We have a devo. We pray with them and. You know, we're raising, we're always constantly raising up new children, amen, to teach others, amen, make disciples, amen. Once they know a little bit of guitar or, or, or keyboard or drums or dancing, I'm like, okay, whatever you got, you're going to teach so-and-so, amen. Constantly raising up that new generation, amen. But hey, we, we always, we always encourage them, hey, you know, this is nothing, but, but God, this exterior is just a reflection of your heart, Amen. Make sure you understand that your conduct needs to be uh, in a conduct of holiness before the Lord that Monday to Saturday, not just on Sunday. Amen? Amen. Pastor can't see you everywhere. I can't see, I can't be watching everything that you do. Be a little, uh, little babysitter. Amen? But God watches everything we do. Amen? We're in the new covenant, but 
But y'all remember those songs in the 90s? Woo! Songs like holiness, holiness is what I long for. Those songs challenged us. It wasn't just, uh, let's praise him because he's holy. And that's awesome, huh? We praise him and his awesomeness is holiness. Holiness is what I long for. Holiness is what I need. You remember that song? Faithfulness, righteousness, huh? You would come out from those songs impacted by his presence, but also challenged. Amen? Because he says, be holy as I am holy. Huh? But you know, that was pretty heavy. There's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about uh, and make it as short as, as possible. Amen? Because <laughs> if we went to every one of those um, um, elements, articles of that garment, we would be here all day. And so I know we don't have that. Amen? Praise the Lord. I know you can say hallelujah for that. <laughs> that it's just going to be two hours. No, just kidding. <laughs> Introduction. Um, but, you know, one of those elements was, hey, you gotta, you got to wear the, uh, on your forehead a plate that says holiness to the Lord. It's like, uh, I mean, that's kind of heavy, right? That's kind of a big burden. Now, holy, 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 holy. Well, so my conduct, his conduct, Aaron, those guys, they had to watch out for every little thing. They also had these little bells on the hem of their garment that would ding, ding, ding. Not jingle bells, just nice, beautiful pomegranate golden bells, and they go in and out. Right? Everyone knew when Aaron was coming. Amen? That's great, but it's also a big responsibility. Amen? Yeah. It shouldn't be a heavy thing for you and I to want to live in holiness for our God is holy. Amen? Yeah. Be thankful. Right? Live out that life of righteousness before our Lord. Amen? It shouldn't be a heavy thing for us to think about those bells, knowing that, hey, um, I'm not ashamed of the gospel or his name. Huh? Have you ever noticed, hey, when the pastor comes around, oh, everyone's got a little conversation going on. Oh, pastor's coming. But that happens to me all the time down in Sacatecas because, I mean, obviously I've made a lot of relationships over the years. In the body shop over here, the welder over here, but everyone knows who I am by, the, by this point, right? And, and I'll, I'll, walk in the, I'll walk in the room and they're like, oh, vine el pastor. <laughs> Suddenly the, the whole just atmosphere shifts. Right? Sometimes it's just quiet or they're just, their vocabulary suddenly changes. Amen. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That's not a heavy burden for you. No, that's a joy that they recognize your testimony. Amen. What's bad about that? We're not wearing this big old garment to say I'm flashy Christian. No. We're, we're showing them the love of the Lord. We're trying to live out a life uh, uh, pleasing to the Lord and also show that we're Christians by our actions. Huh? We share the gospel when necessary with words. Amen? Praise the Lord. Lord adios. There's nothing heavy about that. Hallelujah. Lord adios. But, so all, the, all, that, all, that stuff, all that stuff matters. Another one was that breastplate, right? That breastplate we're talking about right here, huh? It had the 12 stones, huh? That breastplate had the 12 stones, obviously the 12 tribes of Israel. Hey, he had to bear, carry on the burden of a lot of folks, a lot of sin, that high priest that walked around, huh? Praise the Lord that Jesus bore it all on the cross. Hallelujah, glory to Dios. You and I can let that be a burden or not, huh? Oh, my heart is heavy for so many needs in Israel and so many places, huh? It's burdensome when you just start, when you're just staring at the news. Amen. It can be burdensome and heavy if you allow it to, or you can say, "Holy Spirit, wow, uh, show me how to pray. Show me how to pray for them as your priest." Amen. Show me, and He'll show you how to do that. That 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 weight is lifted off of you and onto Him. Amen. Where it should be in the first place. 
Pastor Cornell and I have enough problems with our own families to worry about all y'all. Amen? Amen? <laughs> That's why the word, the word is so, uh, so clear that we should bear another one's burdens. We should pray for one another because, I mean, the pastor can't pray for everybody. I mean, we try to remember as much as we can, right, Pastor? But, but I've been so much more effective when all of us jump in on the prayers and the intercession. Amen? <laughs> and that was a lot for those high priests, just those few individuals that do that for everybody. Amen? Just so you guys have an idea how serious that was, but I don't know if you guys have, have ever heard of what happened to those sons of Aaron, those two older, but I mean, as far as in the old covenant, the whole holiness thing and all that, I mean, it was some serious stuff. Remember with Zechariah himself, every Christmas we remember that. I mean, they would send him on a cord, but in case he falls out in the glory of the Lord to offer that incense, if he falls out because of sin in the presence of the Lord, well, in case I've got sin, I won't have to go after him. <laughs> but remember what happened to those, those uh, two older sons? Huh? It says, the word says that they mixed in profane fire huh? as they offered incense. Huh? And fire went out from the Lord and devoured them. Nobody knows theologians, nobody in the scripture doesn't say what it was that they mixed in with that incense. Huh? Whatever it was, was, it was unauthorized and they knew what they were doing. Amen? Yeah. Wrong colon ingredients. Um, some theologians think that they were under the influence of alcohol, but God knows. Maybe Aaron didn't see. Maybe didn't Moses didn't see. God saw. Amen? Yeah. We can come here Sunday after Sunday back and act holy, man, and act, uh, uh, you know, in a manner of praise. But we know that we can't fool the Lord that sees us that Monday to, Monday to Saturday. Amen? Yeah. But praise the Lord that this whole worrying about it, bad, we know that there's a constant war between the flesh and the spirit, but if I keep my praise on, bad, I keep on my garments of praise, I remain in the spirit, bad, and I feed my, my spirit, man, not my flesh, man, by being in the word, by being in prayer, in the spirit, in church, in the things of God, that struggle is going to be a lot less. Amen? It isn't, it isn't meant to be heavy. It was heavy for those folks. Amen? It doesn't have to be heavy for you and me. Amen? God wants to help us out daily, daily in our struggles, gives us victory. Amen? Amen? That's something to be thankful for. Come on now. Lord adios. Woo! So you burden this morning, give it to Jesus. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. How many believe that? Amen. So just a, a few uh, recent testimonies, because like, like Paula said, we all have so many testimonies of what the Lord's doing. But we're here to give thanks on this pre-Thanksgiving Sunday. Every Sunday, amen. <laughs> it just happens to be this day. <laughs> anyway, um, recently um, I, I have a, one of those sickness um, testimonies. Uh, it's kind of hard to let the praise completely come from your mouth and enter his Thanksgiving with courts vocally when you can't talk, right? My son, he's just had a wisdom he pulled. It's kind of difficult right now. Uh, he's getting better, getting better. It was Wednesday, amen. <laughs> it's kind of tough. I've got a throat infection. I'm, and I, to, I literally told the Lord, I'd already went to the doctor. It started that Saturday. I made it through that Sunday singing and preaching and all the stuff I do. And then there was missions during the week. And I spoke with the youth that week. There was stuff going on. It wasn't like I just didn't use my voice all, the, all week long. Went to the doctor, got the antibiotics, and did all that stuff, right? But I told the Lord that Saturday, I said, Lord, it ain't going to happen. There's no way I'm going to go to the mountains today and sing and, and praise and preach and all that stuff like this is not happening. 
Oh, we, uh, we can be honest with the Lord, right? <laughs> May be willing in all moments, but, but I just told him straight out, told the Lord, hey, Lord, and it happened. There's no way I'm going to do all that today. It was immediate healing. All the throat of pain was gone. Huh? He knows sometimes he knows what we're going through. Sometimes he just wants us to talk to him about it. Hey, Lord, I've got this issue. Huh? Will you heal me? I, had I not asked him all week, yes, to heal me. I declared my healing all week, yes, by your stripes he is healed, etc., etc. I declared all those things all week long, but sometimes you never know the surprise moment it's going to happen. Amen? <laughs> so the Lord allowed me to go, and I preached without any problems, sang without any problems, and it was a great day. Amen? You know, when I first lost, lost my, he- my hearing in this ear and uh, the dizziness, you guys know some of the story, most of you, the vertigo, vertigo was terrible. I couldn't even keep balance. Those first uh, three to six months were uh, very un- uncomfortable, very intolerable would be the word as well. And You know, I remember the, one of the most uh, difficult things for me is to sit on the piano and not be able to uh, concentrate because of the, the immediate vertigo imbalance I would... I would uh, uh, I would experience as I tried to play. And if anybody's ever that's dealt with that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Amen. And I said, Lord, this, you know, I just called out to the Lord. I said, Lord, you know, this is my passion to worship you in spirit and truth and, and play these instruments. And I just can't imagine the rest of my life being in this reality. But if, the, if this isn't going to come back, that's okay. I mean, he's my healer. The deaf shall hear. And I believe that. And I declare that there's not a day that goes by that I don't declare that. Amen. But as far as the vertigo and the dizziness stuff, it's just like, Lord, there's no way. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. I mean, couldn't, when it would, those spells would come, you can't even drive. You just got to get off the right side of the road. You can't even keep. Uh, I would get to a point where I would play from this side. If I did this and not look at the keys, it might have helped me, Steve. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and not look at the keys. Um, you know how being blind, it helps you, right? Anyway, I would get to the point where I'd do that. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't have that effect where you feel like you're going to be nauseous and just fall out. But the Lord healed me of that. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. None of the pills, none of the stuff helps, none of the natural, none of the stuff, you know. But God is our healer, and uh, I'm just praising for that. I, am, I, am I thankful today that I have another ear that works? Yes. Am I thankful today that I have both my eyes that still have vision? Hallelujah. You and I have so many reasons to give thanks. Hallelujah. We can stay heavy and all annoyed by whatever symptoms we're going through, but have a bad attitude. If we want to, we have a free will. Or we can say, hallelujah, thank you, Father. Thank you that you're my healer. Thank you that I have another ear that's still working. Hallelujah, glory to Dios. The enemy says, there's nothing I can do with that one. Huh? He just falls up and gets back up again in Jesus' name. And gets his praise on. Hallelujah. Lord, adios, Lord, adios. Uh, there's a couple of fun financial uh, ones, too, I have recently that uh, the last trip down, we were, I literally just had enough uh, pesos to get to Jerez. What I normally do is I get there and I fill the gas tank up. Well, yes, for the next trip, right, I'm <laughs> on the vehicle. But this time it was literally just enough pesos to get there, not, nothing to put in the refrigerator. Nothing for the gas tank, nothing for the refrigerator, nothing for the bills. Just faith. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. Huh? And one of the most uh, curious things happened that I got one of those Pentecostal handshakes from a, a Mexican lady in Mexico for a gringo. Amen? This, I'm, I literally get up on the drum set and I get this mixed call 
and I noticed it was a local area code. And that's normal for me. People that have met me, hey, Pastor, what time is service? Can you tell me where the service is? So while, uh, you know, because a lot of times, it's kind of sketchy in Mexico. You don't answer every phone call. Amen? Huh? The times we live in today. But when it's a Sunday morning, it's pretty obvious that someone's wanting to communicate about church. Amen? Praise the Lord. And yeah, I'm so-and-so. Uh, you met so-and-so, and I'm from California. This is the last time I can be there. Would you send somebody to pick me up? Sure, but this is the person that handed me 4,500 pesos, which is exactly what I need for all the things I just mentioned. Who say God can't provide for you on the, the mission field somewhere? Amen? Two weeks later, I'm kind of in the same situation, but and the Lord told me, give all that change you have on the counter or the offering. I'm like, he- start speaking about heavy. I mean, like, that's going to be a lot of change. No. <laughs> that's all I got. Hey. We can give him our, our all, and he's always got more. We can't outgive God, right? Another brother that came back, I tried to say, hey, brother, I was like, put that in the offering. You know, he refused. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't release my hand. You know what it is, those Pentecostal handshakes. They just want their, those gripped. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, that's, what, that's kind of stuff our God does. Protection, presence, uh, kind of uh, thanksgivings. Recently, uh, our safari broke down. The whole, like, um, directional uh, just collapsed, just came down and f- fell on the, on, the, on the ground. So, obviously, that, that vehicle was not moving. Amen? So, my, my companion, this kid, this kid named Kike, he was actually the one that was in the baptism pick. Uh, he's the one that always goes with me when, when, uh, when there's no else available. I can always count all good old Kike. Amen? And so we're like, I guess we're going to walk back. Kike, we're going to walk back to, to, to the village. Amen. <laughs> so we immediately prayed to the vehicle. Lord, his guardian angels are in the vehicle. I mean, it's right on the road here. Lord, please, like, take care of the vehicle. <laughs> and, and the Lord just said, stirred me up. Let's just worship. Let's just praise. Amen. Let's just praise on the way back. Bye. And what happens is you, uh, pieces of past all understanding just uh, shows up, manifests himself. You're not fearful at all. You're not worried about the cartel. You're not worried about anything. You're just in the spirit. You have peace. Okay, we'll get back and we'll get home when we need to. And that's what the burden of my heart was. I was like, Lord, I was like, this 18-year-old kid here, his parents are unbelievers. Please help us get back. I know someone can watch the church for me tomorrow morning or something like that. I can communicate from the village. My, my worry was more, let's get this kid back. His parents are unbeliever. I want to remain on good standing with them, a good testimony. Amen? That was my main thing, was more to the vehicle than anything else, is getting Kike home. Huh? I know they would understand, but still, you know. And the Lord just, you know what he does? You praise him. He gives you peace. And then he gives you very specific information on how to pray. How many have ever experienced that? The Lord said, pray that Odila and Ismael will we'll let you use that truck, that white truck, to get back. That's exactly what he said. First time before we got there, and it was like 10, 10, 10 p.m., so they were asleep. I was like, Odila, Odila. It was like getting embarrassing. Like, um, I think they're here, but I don't want them. <laughs> so I went back to another lady's house. She said, oh, no, no, they're, they're here, Pastor. Just let's go back, and we'll shout a little bit louder. Amen. Sure enough, they came out. Hey, no, no, Pastor, go. You know the vehicles are here for that? Go. And the Lord even provided the mechanic to go back the next day all the way back and fix it and bring it back. My God, amen? amen? That's what our Lord does. There's no fear in that. Perfect love casts all fear. We just get our praising on, and he shows us exactly how to pray and what to do. 
in the whole process that we're praising, he gives us that peace. Amen? That passes all understanding. We're not always going to see the earthquakes like Paul and Silas, that kind of stuff. But the Lord will shake things up and help you out. Amen? Lord, adios, Lord, adios. So the last thing uh, to mention is that, that freedom uh, praise and, sacri- you know, uh, and sacrifice praise. And for that, I'm going to go to Psalms uh, 51, that good old one. Right? But I'm, gonna st- I'm actually going to go from verse 15. Right? And this we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna finish. Amen. The psalmist David says, O Lord, open my lips. Oh, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. As they always say around there about uh, heaven would be hell for those who don't like singing the praises of the old hymns, right? Amen. <laughs> Just open your mouth, open your heart to praise him always. Amen. And trust him. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. Huh? He says, for you do not desire sacrifice, I would give it. You do not delight in burden offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and broken and contrary heart. These, O God, you will not despise. And jump to 19. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then they shall offer bowls on your altar. He knew, David knew that, hey, I can, I can complete the whole involuntary. And if you, you see what Scripture says, it talks about how each different social class could, do, could offer a different thing, whether it's a bull, right, where it's a, a lamb, or even flour, literally, right, you could offer up. Right? But he said, you know what, I, 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 I can give all you that, but you know my heart because you know I can mess up again. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting about the involuntary sacrifices, they had on those, they had to take all the ashes, everything burnt, and remove it from the camp. All the sin had to be gone. Amen? Yeah. Everything. Well, isn't that what they did with Jesus? Didn't they sacrifice the Lamb of God? They wanted to literally take him out. Amen? They put him in that tomb, but what was their surprise in the third day? Amen? Hallelujah. That's why he says, you know what? I know the involuntary, the voluntary ones, I don't have to give you the bull if I don't want to. On the, the involuntary, I already gave you those, but I'm gonna, not just going to give you the bulls on the involuntary. It's going to be the voluntary as well because I'm going to give you my best. Right? Remember, David is always, hey, there ain't going to be a sacrifice I'm not gonna, that's not going to cost me anything. It's got to cost me something. Amen? Woo, hallelujah. The fat, the kidneys, and liver were burnt to the Lord, but the rest were allowed to be eaten by the participants. But he said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to keep any of it. (laughs) It's all yours, Lord. Amen. He wants us to be living sacrifices, folks, to praise him with everything we have. Give him everything. And that what he... What he said to those who invited to follow him, man, deny yourself everything, leave everything to follow me. Amen. Hallelujah. That's how we can show our thanksgiving, folks. Hold nothing back. Hallelujah. So we're gonna, I'm just going to invite you to stand this, this, uh, this morning. And I think I did all right, right, Pastor, as far as time? Huh? We were going to go all, the, all those Exodus 28 scriptures, but I think we kind of summed it up all right. Amen. I'm going to stand up with this morning. Amen. The point is, oh, the point is, he said to Moses, told Moses to tell Aaron, you're going to do all this so that you can minister to me. Right? 
Now we don't have to do all that. We just give him our heart, amen? And we can minister to him. And we can praise him in every moment. We should also be, uh, you know, be mindful of our testimony. We talked about that. We should be mindful about living our lives out in holiness, not to earn his favor or to get saved. No, he already did all that. Uh, there's nothing heavy about it. We don't need burden, a burden about all the things in the world. We just need to get, pray. Huh? There's so many needs. What, what, the consolation for mourning, but some people are just so worried about it, just following Facebook all the time, but never actually really praying about that. When we pray, but we actually put these needs before the Lord, so many needs around us in Israel. We need to be praying for Israel. Amen. Of course you need to be praying for Israel. Amen. But it's not going to help you just worrying about it, right? or just being on Facebook, or just looking at the news. It's, it's, it's you know, it's going to help you to be beneficial. Start praying, right? Let the Holy Spirit pray through you for those for those needs. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no spirit of heaviness of that. Put on the garment of praise, right? There won't be any heaviness. You're only going to see victory. Hallelujah. Lord. Easier said than done. Like I said the other day when I couldn't even speak. I mean. As far as that, that element of praise, right? physically praising him right? with our vocal cords that are very limited. I mean, <laughs> that all, everything has breath, praise the Lord. Sometimes it just says, I don't know, no breath, right? <laughs> Amen. Sometimes it's not that easy, folks, but God will help you. And so I just want to invite, if there's anybody this morning that's going through some heaviness, um, elders and everyone's going to be ready to pray for you. Maybe some folks here are going through some heavy times and difficult times. I shared about the few, a few of the many I've been going through recently. God's been there every time. Our present have present help in time of trouble. So the, 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 the altar just opened up for you this morning. It's open for you to, if you want to just give that heaviness to the Lord. If you want to cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. But the altar's open for you to approach the throne of God with boldness, with thanksgiving, <laughs> rejoicing in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And he's saying, you know what, Pastor, this Thanksgiving is going to be tough financially or this, this health issue or, or something else happened going on in the family. Give that burden to the Lord. Give that spirit of heaviness over the Lord so he can redress you <laughs> with that confidence. He's already dressed you in white and, and those robes of righteousness. Just decide this morning, I'm going to put on that garment of praise. Lord, I decide to praise you. I determine to praise you. I could choose not to, but I, changed, I chose to, came to come to this place of worship for the, that, that reason, that I do love you and I praise you, and I do love you over anything. You are my first love, my all in all. I choose to trust you, and I choose to give this burden because you know me, Lord. You know my heart, that I can't hide anything from you. It's burdened me. giving me it's too, too much anxiety, too much stress. Lord, I just come to you now. I come to you loud because, <laughs> Lord God, your yoke is easy. Huh? Your burden is light, Father. Mine is too heavy, Father. But his is not, folks. <laughs>